Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. FM News Talk 97.1 Podcast. The old familiar sting. Welcome to to Second Amendment Radio. Thank you for listening to 97.1 FM Talk. Tony Colombo and producer Chad Ellis in the studio. And coming to us live from on location this week is Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Aaron, do we have you? Are we have we connected through I hear ya. our secret uh, band of cables and telephone lines and computer internet to find you wherever you are in this fine country? Yeah, yeah always, <laughs> always a lifeline. That's right. So uh, another uh, another busy week before we get into some of the issues. What is happening now that it is officially Glocktober? You know, I tell you what, it was funny because of the week before Glocktober, we had customers call and go, "Hey, are you guys gonna do Glocktober again this year?" We're like, "Of course, we're gonna do Glocktober." Duh. Uh, so we, if you follow us on Facebook, you know, you see the little the sunrise uh, in the, the chalkboard, uh, and you know, it says Glocktober. We got. Our, hol- or our uh, Halloween theme kind of going on for that. So, yeah, October is in full swing, along with some other specials. You can stop into the shop and, and find out a little bit more. But uh, October is probably one of my favorite, favorite times of the year. Um, you know, we sell a ton of Glocks. We sell the magazines. We sell holsters. We sell the trigger kits, uh, night sights, all that stuff. And uh, I'm a certified Glock armor, along with another gentleman on uh, staff. So you can have a certified Glock armor uh, up to your whatever parts you'd like. Um, you can even order your Glock replacement parts. So if you're not a necessarily a fan of going to an aftermarket trigger that's three and a half pounds or so, we can get you the Glock, which will do uh, the same thing. That's what I basically did to my Glock. So it's all factory Glock parts. It's all by factory Glock armor. If I have any issues... I can just go to Glock yeah. say, hey, this and they're going to say, fix it. <laughs> right. So uh, we've, got a, we've got a great relationship uh, with our, our local rep. And, of course, we're a Blue Label dealer, too. And so we have a, a great relationship uh, with, with our uh, law enforcement uh, side on the Glock as well. So if you want our arm uh, that is a Glock, uh, we can get you in a Blue Label. We absolutely will. So, um, I think, oh, we got a tax stamp back, fastest I've ever seen. I think I mentioned it, 10 weeks. Yeah. One, one week in the mail and one week back, so it was in their hands for a total of uh, about eight weeks. We were all shocked. Uh, so, the holdup, uh, we were told, was the FBI being able to run the fingerprints. It seems that has uh, dissolved itself and moving very efficiently now. Very so good. if you want a suppressor, uh, you know, get in and, uh, you know, tell us what you want. We'll, we'll get it to you. And of course we can always look and see if there's any, we generally keep our customers apprised on any specials that are going on in industry. You can connect with us through our Southern Armory Facebook page, uh, or southernarmory.com. 
and then you can go and sign up for our email blast, which we send out whenever there's legislation going on that you need to know about. You need to call people. There's specials going on at some armory or manufacturers, rebates, etc. So it's a couple of good ways to connect with us. And of course, we have the Second Amendment on uh, our Facebook as well. And we just started um, a Second Amendment radio on Twitter. And you can just do at Radio Second. And uh, suppose that goes to us. This is like brand new. Um, set it up here um, three or four days ago. So, Hey, Aaron, I don't know if you can get to you're, – you're kind of cutting in and out. Most of that was uh, okay, but if you can uh, maybe get to somewhere that is a little bit better of a connection um, – while while you do that, while I ask this question, so you mentioned the tax stamps a minute ago, and earlier in the year, and we talked about many times on this show, um, how that was taking up to eight, ten, maybe even twelve months to get those tax stamps back, and what that means is, uh, if people are wondering, well, what does that have to do with guns? What does what does a tax stamp mean? Uh, you're talking about how long it takes to get uh, approved, essentially, to get something like a suppressor or um, a, a, a a larger sort of automatic weapon, something that is yep. beyond your normal, yeah, 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 something beyond your normal mm-hmm. handgun. Um, so, kind of just explain that explain that process a little bit. And I know we don't know for sure why, but just your theory on why suddenly uh, it's not nearly as long of a wait and people should probably take advantage of that into, because the, the wait times could go back up again pretty soon. Right. So I imagine they've... Uh, so what we're talking about with a tax stamp, we're talking about NFA items. Those are your suppressors, your shofar rifles, your machine guns. And you have to submit fingerprints in um, for that as well. So what happens is the FBI then, uh, you, you send the fingerprints to the ATF the ATF then sends those to the FBI. The FBI runs them through uh, their database to see if there's anything that uh, would make you a prohibited person. Past arrests um, or maybe your fingerprint showed up at a crime scene. So with that being said, uh, I'm assuming uh, we were told that the holdup was staffing. So I'm assuming they fixed their staffing issue and now they're able to kind of expedite these through. Right. Would be my my quick theory. So people should uh, people should definitely come in if you're if you've ever thought about getting a suppressor. Uh, that's definitely been a hot item that we've talked about a whole lot. And then that, but that maybe that wait time sort of scared you off, or you just weren't sure. Um, you know, you were ready to come in and make that purchase. Probably now is the time to do so. Right, and you know another thing too is people think that you know ATF can just show up at their house whenever they want and ask to see it. And that is that is not the case. That is never heard of that ever occurring. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just you know urban legends, right? Right. Uh, you, right. Know, you got this special license from the ATF. Uh, you, you know, you, they can show up whenever. And and I think what people were getting confused is you know tax stamp saying you can possess this item, and then a federal firearms license. And you know with the FFL, you know we do get a visit at the storefront during our business hours from from the ATF and they go through our paperwork. It takes three or four days and uh, then they leave. And that's, that's about it. But you know, somebody who's owned machine guns and suppressors now for more than a decade, I've never had them show up at my house and say, Hey, we want to see your machine gun or your suppressor. It's never happened. So, 
Uh, what else happening at the store before we get into some of the uh, the issues and some of the questions that have been sent in that yep. I want to ask you? So uh, we have uh, a bunch of classes coming up. We're getting ready to release our next class schedule. Uh, the simulator is uh, always available for rent as well. Uh, we've restocked on a bunch of holsters and uh, some uh, cases of bulk ammo. So if you're kind of interested in some bulk ammo, we're going to save, save a good percentage, and it's time to get in and, and stock up. Uh, hunting is on its way. Uh, our hunting season, I should say, is, is, is literally right around the corner. So if you're going to go deer hunting, I would get those firearms in. We had a gentleman contact us on uh, Tuesday and said, hey, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting all this stuff together. I ordered all this stuff online. It's going to be here Thursday. And I'm going to drop it off, you know, Thursday night, and then I need it Saturday morning um, for uh, foresight and you physically to go to go zero it in. And we just we had to decline decline the business because uh, we we a we batch a lot of stuff, and um, you know we're not going to hold customers up that have that are in line first, if that makes sense. So uh, he ended up calling us back after he called other people in the area, and everybody told him the same thing you know, two, three weeks. And so um, he goes, I guess I'm just going to have to wait. And we were like, yep, this is why we were telling people to kind of get in early. Um, so you still have that, that time before deer season. Now, uh, if you get in, you know, we're, we're, we're about a couple weeks out. Um, once you drop it off to get it uh, sighted to the range and then back to you. Uh, if you just want the boar sighting done, that's done pretty quick. Uh, not much, not, not that no, no, nowhere near that time frame of a couple of weeks. Uh, and then you can go to the range and, and cite it in yourself. Mm, good stuff. Um, oh, do you, do you think? Oh yeah. So you can find Southern <laughs> Armory. Uh, we're located one mile east of 270 and 44 at 9901 Watson road and southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's Southern Armory. Com. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a few minutes left with Aaron. Wanted to get into some of the issues of the day and maybe get to some of your questions that you have submitted. I don't have all of the details in front of me because it is massive, but Joe uh-huh. Biden released his what he calls his plan to end our gun violence epidemic. That is, okay. the, that is the piece of policy that, that is the name of the piece of policy that was released this week by the Biden campaign. Again, the title of that uh, is the plan to end our the plan to end our gun violence epidemic. Um, one of the interesting things in here that I thought um, would would be of interest to you um, is his plan. He's pledging to repeal the Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act, which was a 2005 law that was designed to shield gun makers from liability for harm solely caused by the criminal or unlawful misuse of firearm products or ammunition products by others when the product function as designed as intended. It's a solid basic principle. If a terrorist uses an SUV in in a ramming attack or posts a bomb in a van, it's not the automaker's fault, but this would make it the gun maker's fault if somebody were to use their gun um, in in a crime. Absolutely. That's absolutely insane. It's insane. And I think you hit, you, hit, you hit the nail right on the head. You know, if somebody gets drunk and uh, hits me with their name, your automobile manufacturer, 
uh, I'm not going to go sue the automobile manufacturer. I'm going to I'm going to sue the drunk driver or the person who physically did it. And uh, we saw this um, in, in previous terrorist attacks where we we sued uh, countries or tied up uh, money from countries because they 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 financially supported and harbored uh, terrorists. So it's it, there's nothing like that, right? Uh, every right. manufacturer has protection of misuse, and if you misuse a crossbow or a regular bow or a hammer, we're not going to go sue uh, those manufacturers. So it's just one of those deals where, you know, the firearm, you know, you're shooting it and it goes off accidentally or comes apart and hurts you, uh, you know, you know, I don't want to say explodes, but, you know, disassembles itself rapidly and hurts you or other people. Well, they're liable if the the product was made faulty. Right. Right. But just because somebody used it, uh, that's just absolutely uh, used it in an unlawful manner is absolutely insane. And, and now all of a sudden what you're going to see is I think the, the end goal is manufacturers go, it isn't worth the risk. Because now we're going to have people that um, used it in self-defense, killed a, killed a criminal that was breaking in their home or threatening their life. The criminal family now will sue them. And then you have a, one of these uh, terrorist attack where they use firearms uh, and now they get sued by a ton of people, and it just bankrupts them. So what they're trying to do is they're just trying to make it uh, a financial burden where these manufacturers just will not want to do business at all. They're just not going to be interested. They're going to say there's too much, even the liability insurance. No insurance company is going to insure them against that. So with all that being said, it's just going to make it cost prohibited to make firearms, um, or, um, or it'll, if not cost prohibitive, uh, you're not going to be able to afford a firearm that used to cost you 250 bucks now cost you two thousand dollars. Right, it's just not not going to happen. Right, and and you you touched on what, like you, I mentioned at the beginning the the automakers if you if uh if you buy a car and you run somebody over and you and then and you know now you can sue the automaker for for selling essentially that car to the to the criminal. You mentioned the hammer. I mean knife. Like you know. Somebody can use a kitchen knife in a in a crime. Right. Now you're gonna yep. you're gonna be you're able gonna to sue, sue the man, yeah the manufacturer <laughs> of the knife. I mean it's it's all or nothing. You can't do it to gun makers if you're not gonna do it to everybody. And if you try to do it to everybody, nobody's gonna support it. A couple other yeah. gems. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but a couple other uh, highlights from Joe Biden's plan are um, a choice for people that own. Um, assault rifles, you can either sell it back to the government or put yourself on a registry. Those are right. your, those so, are your two options. They're they're trying to do and this. There is precedent for this. You know, we had the the machine gun and suppressor uh, and machine uh, machine gun suppressor short rifles all get registered, and they gave you a tax stamp. So. They could do that, absolutely. And now it's a controlled item with a title. And if you want to transfer ownership of it, you'd come to Southern Armory. We do the paperwork, take possession of the firearm, and hold it until the paperwork came back. Right. That's just going to bog down the system um, even more. And and if you want that rifle, uh, you know, an AR or an AK, just use the AR. It seems to be there. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Their big focus. That is the what uh, American Rifleman Magazine called the modern sporting rifle. Right. Okay? And, and so you can put your 10-round magazine in it, and now it's legal pretty much universally in every state for hunting. You have multiple calibers. Two, two, three um, is the most popular. You can also use the 5.56 NATO, which is the military cartridge. But the two, two, three is, is, is a very common hunting cartridge for varmint, coyote, etc. If you want to get into the 30 caliber stuff like 308 and get an AR-10, all that, people use that all the time for deer hunting. Uh, my personal favorite caliber right now that I'm shooting is 300 blackout is good for a variety of game and again you're going to use a 10 round magazine so it's legal for um legal for conservation use the way i look at it is it's a semi-automatic um and if they go after the semi-automatics and there's going to be other semi-automatics that they have to go after as well because they would fall in that category Mm -hmm. Uh, and what happens is is they create this law and then we have bureaucrats who are unelected nameless faceless people that interpret it and we've seen this time and time again with like the arm brace and other uh, items that have come out in our industry and in other places too uh amateur radio is another one um and and these people just say oh well i interpret it this way and then what happens is, is you have to sue now the individual is not going to sue unless you've got very very deep pockets because you're going up against you know the old city hall and you never really win so that means the NRA, Gun Owners of America, Missouri Firearms Coalition, et cetera, would have to start filing uh, suits because they have deeper pockets where uh, gun owners like us or concealed carry weapon permits holders like us have band together and put our money and our faith into a particular organization. Aaron Tarlow from Southern Armory. Great stuff. Great information as always. Uh, hopefully you are back here in the studio very soon. I'm, we'll let you go so you can go fight crime and fight for liberty and freedom wherever you are. All right. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> Chad, have a good day, guys. Great stuff. Have a good one. All right. We got to take a break. We got plenty more Second Amendment radio coming your way next. Chad, is it Tim Shelsvik that is joining us? It is. Very good. Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors. It's hunting season and uh, that type of year where everybody's getting ready to get out there and, and hunt again. And Tim is going to join us to talk about that stuff. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio, 97.1 FM Talk. And welcome back to Second Amendment Radio on 97.1 FM Talk. Big thanks again to Aaron Tarlow for calling in this week. And uh, joining us on the phone, and as I mentioned in the last segment, joining us now on the phone is our friend Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors, uh, the Thinking Woodsman. And uh, it's great to talk to Tim again. How you doing, my friend? What's going on, Tony? <laughs> What's happening with you? So it's been a little while uh, since we uh, have talked to you. For people who maybe uh, weren't listening last time you were on, Kind of explain your background. I just called you the Thinking Woodsman. That was kind of uh, your uh, introduction to this show. And when you and I first met, yeah. that was your focus, uh, the Thinking Woodsman podcast. And then you get, and then you, you started working with the fine people at Drury Outdoors. So uh, tell folks all the stuff that you're uh, that you're working on right now. Yeah, it's kind of every little boy's dream to uh, grow up and work in the hunting industry. 
Um, I, I started a small, I was working in the nonprofit industry. I'd, I'd been, in, been doing that work for gosh, 16, 17 years. Um, and, uh, and during that time, uh, fell back in love with bow hunting and got real serious about it and, and realized that there's, there are some pretty significant stereotypes out there against hunters. Um, I, I had some coworkers who pretty typically, uh, liberal progressive individuals that weren't familiar, didn't, weren't raised hunting, didn't, just didn't know a whole lot about it. So one of them literally said, Tim, you hunt, but, but you seem smart. And, <laughs> and, right, and right there and then I knew that, that as, as the hunting community, we needed to, to do more outreach wise and, and just prevent, uh, present a more winful or winsome uh, uh, face to the hunting community. I also had someone just flabbergasted that I consumed what I killed in the field. Their their concept of hunting was that if you shot something and killed it, you just left it there and went back home and, and called it a day. And, and, and I know zero hunters that do that. That's not part of the hunting experience. That's sheer killing. That's, that's, that's sadism. That's just bizarre. Hunters don't do that. So, uh, so I, I started the Thinking Woodman um, as, a, as a small outdoor media brand to present a a, a more accurate view of of the hunting community and hunters in general and and kind of outdoorsmen i bike i backpack i run i i hunt i fish and you know do a lot of wild game prep i model uh yeah i'm a hand model all those all those things and more and more um but uh so i i started doing that and i started meeting people in the outdoor industry i met um a guy who's my mentor and, and one of my best friends, Ray I, who's a legendary turkey hunter, and he opened up a lot of doors for me. And I just found that if you do good work and you and you're honest and genuine and you show up and um, and, and you really try to do your best, doors open up. And, and God really blessed me, and I was able to uh, to meet uh, Mark Drury, who is uh, one of the co-owners of Drury Outdoors. Folks may may you know have seen the VHS videos that uh, the three outdoors has been producing since 1989 him and brother terry have been um producing turkey and whitetail hunts for 30 years now and and uh, started doing some freelance work for them and then in 2018 they came to me and they're like you know we, we we're about to launch this this app called DeerCast, and it's going to be a home for all of our video content and it's going to forecast deer movement and and we, we wanted to have a bunch of articles in there written by outdoor writers. And, and I think you'd be a good fit for being the, the editor-in-chief of that. And, and so I was able to transition from doing outdoor media part-time. And, and, and you have been kind of along for the ride, Tony, and, and yeah. see that, that transition happen, uh, where I was doing outdoor media and hunting um, part-time to where now it's my full-time gig. It's how I pay the bills. And and uh, you know, while it's while it's a lot of hard work, and uh, and it's not a typical nine to five. I'm pretty much on call twenty four seven, and and I'm if I, if I sound like I'm in a good mood right now, it's only because I am because I'm driving to my deer stand. We yes. got a cold front coming through, and and I'm gonna sit with my with my PSE bow and and try to try to stick either a doe or a nice buck. I'm, I'm excited, but I'll be filming that whole experience, and and so it's an extra layer of work and complexity to film that hunt, but. Uh, but boy, it's it, it's one of those things where if you know you find something you love to do, you're not actually doing work. It's just it's just an extension of you. And so that's that's kind of what I'm doing now. I, yeah. I get to oversee the deer uh, deer cast and and, um, and 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 film some stuff at Dury Outdoors. I co-host our podcast, uh, 
100% Wild podcast that uh, that Matt Dury and I um, run together and do some gear reviews and do some hunts for television and kind of whatever else pops up during the day that needs to be handled. Yeah, very good. And um, about the DeerCast app, so if a person wants to know what the weather is, they look at the forecast. If a person wants to know where the deer are, they look at the deer cast, right? I mean, that's kind of the reason that the name of the app is what it is. And there's a lot more to it. Like you said, there's a lot of video archives and uh, there's a lot more things that you can yeah. do on the app. But um, uh, the really cool thing that you guys kind of are the only game in town, at least as far as I know, that if people want to get in current information, hunters want to get current information about deer movements and, uh, you know, and, and where to, where to go and what's, ha- and what's working this year and, you know, mm-hmm. the success rates that other hunters are having, that sort of stuff. Um, all that is provided on the DeerCast app, right? Yeah, our, uh, our our team members. We've got about fifty some guys that guys and ladies that hunt for us, and um, and whenever they they harvest an animal, they will take their their video footage from the field and they will upload it to DeerCast within minutes of the recovery. So, not only are you getting to see the actual hit from the field before it's fully produced and on television the fi- the following year on one of our four television shows. Um, you're also getting to hear from those hunters in real time, like what's working. Like right now, this cold front sweeping across the Midwest. So I anticipate a lot of our guys are going to be having success. And so you're, see- you're getting kind of the entertainment value of seeing these things happen in real time. But you're also getting the education in real time of what tactics are, are working. Like I'm, I'm going to go set up in a little grove where I know there's some persimmon trees. And the persimmons are ripe right now. They're dropping. And those deer are looking to put on some calories for the winter so they're going to be over those persimmons feeding around and and i i that's kind of a piece of education people will get if they watch hopefully if i have a deer cast now kill shot video to share tonight they'll be able to see that but but you you, know, you mentioned that deer cast is kind of the only place to get all that information that's that's mostly true but there there are actually quite a few deer movement apps on the market right now the problem is they're pretty much one-dimensional. Like, they'll, they'll typically just run off one factor, like the moon phase or the barometer, and that's about it. And, and they'll say, well, this is good for whitetails and for largemouth bass and for catfish and for squirrels. And mm-hmm. like, these animals are just too, too complex and too different to have a one-size-fits-all kind of movement predictor. Mark and Terry took their 70 years of deer in the field deer hunting experience and all their observations and they hunt more than almost anyone out there and they sat down with a with a computer programmer who also happened to be a pilot so he understands weather and atmospheric conditions and they laid out through these 13 different meteorological and lunar uh, events and how they're all interrelated and so DeerCast will take those things pull in your local weather data and then interrelate that with the time of the deer season it is based on your peak estrus date, and then it it will generate a deer movement forecast for you. So it's the most advanced deer movement forecast out there, and and there are others, and there are others that are completely free, and, and ours ours is free. We also have paid tiers. You can do do the nine ninety nine to the nineteen ninety nine per year uh, models, and you get five and and, nine, and ten days 
of the deer cast. You can plan a little further out. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and but if you go with the free model, you get one day of deer cast, a couple days of weather, and, uh, and 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 you're good to go. So deer cast continues to be free, but there are there are paid models for sure. Good stuff. We got to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. We've got more Second Amendment radio coming up next. You're listening to 97.1 FM Talk. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio, 97.1 FM Talk. Tony Colombo in studio with Chad Ellis. One more segment, one more guest. Uh, we talked to Aaron Tarlow, of course, the owner of Southern Armory in the first segment. A big thank you to Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors and the 100% Wild uh, podcast and the Deer Cast there offered by uh, Drury Outdoors. Uh, for joining us in that last segment. And if you missed any of that, especially that talk with Tim about hunting, uh, don't forget you can always download our podcast on our website, 971talk.com, or better yet, the radio.com app, which is absolutely free. Go there, favorite the radio station, and then you have access to everything. You can stream the station 24-7, and you can download all the podcasts from all the shows here Uh, And again, all of it is absolutely free. So uh, if you missed that or you're uh, big into the hunting season, we're going to have Tim on, I think, a a bunch coming up in the next several weeks as we process uh, through. uh, It's it's archery season right now. Next month will be uh, rifle season for deer hunting. And Tim is a a wealth of knowledge when it comes to that stuff. So we'll be talking to him a bunch. So make sure you're checking out that podcast, checking out the show uh, to get all of that great information. So as I mentioned, those two guests in the first segment. Now, uh, segment number three, our friend Gabe Pfeiffer, a.k.a. St. John the Philosopher from the St. John the Philosopher YouTube show is in studio with us. Great to see you, buddy. How's it going? Great to be here. It's it's going pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about all the the, uh, information I have to go back and, and listen to on the podcast right. about hunting and stuff like that. <laughs> there you go. I kind of want to get into that stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gabe, uh, on your on his YouTube channel, covers all different topics. I think the, the episode on Second Amendment rights that you made mm-hmm. a few months ago is one of the best um, gun discussions that anybody could find. Um, on the internet, if you if wow, you have you, if you have, I think that video is like 10, 12 minutes long. Yeah, so it's at, not at most, it's yeah. not anything that you know that you have to sit down and uh, you know and spend an hour listening to. But you sort of uh, uh, represent e- each side. You mm-hmm. kind of talk about you know um, uh, where the the pro gun Second Amendment people are coming from, um, but also present the argument against it and kind mm-hmm. of get into why the law was made the way it was. Oh and, yeah, and it's it's just really it's really good. And I it, no matter what side you're on, um, and I know obviously uh, Gabe <laughs> is is very supportive of the Second Amendment. Oh yeah, but um, uh, but but still, it's it's I try it's, to be fair. It's good information and and it gives you a good argument. Yeah, like I when I listen to that, you brought up you brought up some points in it that I thought, oh, next time I'm having an <laughs> argument, I can use that because that's that's perfect. So it's it's good it's good education as well. So, oh yeah, uh, and and you can always just kind of link it on Twitter when somebody's getting. He's like, you know what? Just watch this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know. So uh, uh, I love for that. people that may not know, you know, so that's there. I I, I recommend everybody go and check it out. But uh, of course, many other videos there on the YouTube channel tell mm-hmm. people how you what you're all about and and how people can can find you. All right. Well, uh, I am uh, a black conservative Christian rocket scientist. You know, mm-hmm. there's a it's a, a 
collection of things that uh, the, <laughs> that by by uh, popular uh, opinion shouldn't should be contradictory in, right. in many ways. But right. but uh, obviously they exist in me. So That's I, great. you know, so, so maybe you might be wrong about that. So uh, all right, walking I, contradiction. I am a walking contradiction according to the world. <laughs> um, but I think all of T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Those those things kind of work well together. Yeah. Um, so uh, from my what I would think is a fairly unique perspective, I try to you know give commentary on things ranging from religion to culture and to politics. Um, so I'll I'll talk about anything from abortion to uh, you know make a silly video based on a Moana a Moana song. Right. You know. So right. I, I I run the gamut. I I've got a commentary on the Last Jedi. You know the last yeah. uh, Star Wars movie or uh, or a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. You know you know Endgame. And, you know I talk about all of these things. Yep. Um, so uh, the the videos are about ten minutes. I go pretty in depth for a ten minute video. It's kind of like what you were that. saying with yep. uh, the Second Amendment. I I think I think I kind of start with the very basics of it and work all the way up to today within those ten minutes. And I, I I think it's it's pretty informative. And I try to be kind of entertaining too with you know a lot of pop culture drops. It's it's pretty much just a full expression of me that mm-hmm. you get in all those. And I think it's fun. Yeah, and uh, and and I couldn't uh, I couldn't recommend it enough. Check it out. Uh, just type in Saint John the Philosopher in the YouTube search bar. Yep. And uh, Gabe's the only one. Yep. He'll be the first and and one to pop up and check it. Check out that channel. Yeah. Hit the subscribe button and then hit the bell for there notifications. You there you go. That's right. Um. So I mentioned this. I talked a little bit uh, with Aaron at the beginning of the show. Um. About this. I want to get your thoughts on it. So Joe Biden mm-hmm. rolled out his. Um, his official uh, policy uh, on uh, on guns. Does it uh, involve a double barrel shotgun yeah. and going out on your porch and shooting it's, both barrels? It's into the t- air? Yeah, right. <laughs> Every, nobody. He, he literally said these that's things. exactly He's what like, he said. He said the need. best defense. He said the best defense. <laughs> what somebody, was that? That was somebody, like six years ago. Yes. He said the best home defense is to load your double barrel shotgun and shoot it in the air if somebody's trying to break yeah. in. He said both barrels. Yeah, that, that's, both the, barrels. that's the thing that, that hit me. It was like, wait, so somebody's you trying know to break he into was, my house? He was right. <laughs> He, when he said that, he was right. That is a great way to protect your house, to have a double barrel shotgun. But now he's got to go, like everything, you, he's got to flip flop on on all of it. So I'm um, not going to. Yeah, right. <laughs> not going to get into the, all the details, but uh, you can look it up. I think it's on his website. He calls it. Uh, the plan to end our gun violence epidemic, mm. and. Um, Joe's gonna do it. One of the uh, <laughs> one of the, the the thing in here that is the most uh, sort of egregious um, and seemingly illegal um, policies <laughs> that he wants to put into place is he wants to repeal this. So by putting this act into place, it would he would repeal the Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act, which is a 2005 law that was designed to shield gun makers from liability. Um, Basically, now, uh, if if Joe gets his way, if if I have a uh, a Glock mm-hmm. and I commit a crime with the Glock, not only am I liable for that crime, but now Glock 
is too <laughs> the manufacturer right, right. so of course um obviously this brings up if i if i run somebody if i intentionally run somebody over with my chevy silverado Chevy's is chevy liable. liable yep if i hit somebody <laughs> with if i if i attack somebody with my black and decker drill <laughs> is black and decker liable because you can't do one unless yeah. you do them uh, all right yeah you would have to i mean in in order for the law to to be a fair representation of what we would expect laws to do you know to for it to be um what was it called? for there to be fairness under the law then yes uh Makers of any of everything would be liable for any crimes committed using that thing. Mm-hmm. So Twitter would be liable if I committed some sort of fraud using Twitter. If, right. You know it. Right. Or uh, you know McDonald's would be um, liable for my obesity problem. Yeah, you can't do. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't put it all. You. I mean, literally, it does. It doesn't work doesn't unless make any sense. you make it across the board. And you're not going to make it across the board. You can't because you're not going to be able to hold Black and Decker liable <laughs> if somebody, you know, shoots them with their nail gun. You know, it's you, ridiculous. You know, and and if we were to approach this from the standpoint of of, of taking out, you know, perhaps the uh, the most dangerous weapons in society, dangerous being the ones that that. Uh, result in the most deaths we would you know before we get to guns we'd have to deal with hammers and baseball right. bats and fists yeah and <laughs> you know because all of these things uh have have more deaths re- you know associated with them than you know let's say an ar-15 right right unless you get your fists licensed <laughs> licensed as deadly weapons which chad ha- actually it's only his right fist yeah chad has has <laughs> registered his right hand it is an official uh, officially recognized. Can I see? That, can I see that card? It's right. It's right behind his license. So we, I, we got. <laughs> I mentioned the, the podcast uh, a minute ago. We got a little bit deeper into Biden's plan in the first segment with Aaron. So if you want to hear more details and you missed it, go and download that podcast. But I wanted to bring it up with Gabe to illustrate this second point, uh, and that is the, we've seen. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, we've seen uh, Buddha Judge, and we've seen others uh, roll out. I think Elizabeth Warren's is out there. Um, there, there are all these Democratic candidates' plans uh, that that they intend to enact if they are elected president. Um, how damaging? How much? How much is this group of presidential candidates on the Democratic side? Um, distancing themselves from the average American by seemingly going so extreme with this? Or am I wrong? Are they not distancing themselves and they're actually moving with the majority of the is the country evolving that way? Now, from what I've seen, and I, I hope I've, not, I've seen some polls and they're they're. They're not too old, I like 2015, 2016, that uh, the 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 country has been moving towards a pro two a stance for decades now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if if gun sales are any indication, especially in, you know, in those time periods where people are fearing these new and oppressive gun laws, uh, if, if those are any indication of public sentiment, then it's definitely in the pro two a category. So I think they so are why? separating themselves from. Uh, and I don't know. I, I, I think it might There's have something a, they, to do with the not- Dumb people. Season. They're smart, and they have a lot of smart campaign managers. But, but that are they though? should know how to? Well, maybe <laughs> not. But I, but that's mine. But no, you're right. Like, but maybe they are. But I can't imagine. Like, they're also socialists. So let's let's think about this. But <laughs> they know, but they still want to win, don't they? I I would think so. But the thing is, it, you know, 
there there are certain aspects of socialist policy that obviously have wide uh, public support. You know, when you when you say you're going to give somebody something for free, free everything. you know, you know, free everything, then you're going to gain a lot of support from from unthinking people who think free actually means free when it's said by the government. Um, but uh, I think. It, the whole anti-gun stance sits squarely in that category of thought for those who are on the far left, who I think most of the candidates are trying to right. appeal to right now. And I understand your point of um, that that maybe this is just it's primary the talk. primary it's talk, primary talk, yeah. Because everybody knows that in a in a primary, you sort of run to the more extreme. And Republicans do it too. Yep. Uh, you run to the more extreme edge. To try to get the whole party behind you, and then when the general election starts, you kind of pull back toward the middle to try to, um, uh, you know, cast a wider net. Right. However, which I get that, mm -hmm. but they're putting these are policies that they're putting <laughs> on their websites. They yeah. can't take them off. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, they, you can't you can't you delete can, the internet. <laughs> you can come back. You can you can you can pull back towards the middle to a certain extent. But when you've got when you're putting policy out there on your website and right. here's my plan, yeah, it's one thing you to walk can't back, undo that. It's one thing to walk back rhetoric and another to walk back a policy statement, right? right. So, so yeah, so they're they're yeah. staking their claim there, they're planting their flag on that hill, um, and they're choosing that place to die. And I I think that that's where a lot of these campaigns are going to die, um, because there are a lot of pro two A Democrats. Yeah, you know you're you're not you're not going to find a a uh, you know, very many rural uh, union member <laughs> right. Democrats out there who are going to say, oh, yeah, so, you know, go ahead and take my 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 guns. Yep. A couple minutes uh, to go here. want to get actually both your thoughts on this, Chad. I'd, I'd love for you to chime in here as well. One of the uh, big stories of the week um, uh, was the sentencing of the Dallas police officer, the female Dallas police mm -hmm. officer who went into the wrong apartment mm -hmm. and killed a man who was sitting on his own couch eating right. a bowl of ice cream yeah and she was convicted of murder mm -hmm. and there were a lot of people who thought maybe that she wouldn't be convicted of murder that mm -hmm. she would instead get like a manslaughter yeah, charge or whatever because yeah. it wasn't um you know she didn't she thought she was in her own house she thought she right. found uh, it wasn't there a pre was a, wasn't premeditated it wasn't premeditated it wasn't, you know, so there yeah, yeah right but um uh of course when this all happened when this first went down it was reported in the media by many as another example of a white cop killing an innocent, unarmed black man. Right. And from the very beginning, I said, let it play out. If she gets off. Right. We know. What's protest up. <laughs> all you want because right. I and, and I will line up with you. Oh, yeah. But she was convicted of murder right. this week. And I think. That's exactly what should have happened to her. Mm -hmm. Convicted she of something. Was, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think she yeah. should be convicted of murder. Yeah. Um, so, well, it, it, so that's my Depends thoughts. on how the statute's written, but I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. So that, that's my question. Right or wrong? Was that was... Did was justice served in this case? Oh yeah, I mean opinion. she she, need, she needed to be convicted of of killing that man because you know obviously it was wrong whether yeah. or not it was a mistake or yeah. you know right. it's, I mean I he's mean, eating ice cream yeah he's on right. the couch I, like, I mean like if what you're in harm? your own if you're in your yeah. own house right it's I, like, think yeah. he, I think <laughs> what reports are he... that he was like in his boxers because yeah. you're at home alone eating ice cream on your so even if you come in like what state was she in was she was Texas she, no no like oh like, yeah mental state yeah yeah like to just like, okay, I guess the door was unlocked. Yeah. Fine. Mm -hmm. Right. Door was unlocked. I get that. 
But okay, I'm going in my apartment. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's it's things that I notice that are mine. Like the decorations, you know what I'm saying? Right. right? Yeah, that's not it, my TV. Yeah, like okay, <laughs> like I don't even weird. I don't even have ice cream right now. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> right. What What convinced her? Like okay, my first thought is draw. Yeah. Was it because oh it's a black guy um in my house yeah. oh I shoot, shoot first ask questions later she said yeah, she was know. exhausted she said that she had worked a fifteen hour shift yeah apparently she parked on the wrong floor and so you know oh, I guess in, in, in this the building in that, this building wherever right. you know you park on your level and then you walk in and you just kind of it's kind of automatic like you right. you know that you walk in the door and you turn left at the first hall and my apartment's the third one on the right so she parked on the wrong level right. By mistake, so she was and already just irritable. In, yeah, yeah, just walked yeah. fifteen hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so there's all cop, kinds yeah. of things saying yeah. that maybe she was distracted by some um, uh, conversation she was having. Uh, she says she was exhausted from a long shift and that she had accidentally parked on the wrong level and then walked in the building and then just walked to the apartment that is hers, but she was on the wrong floor. Opened the door, which was unlocked. Saw the man. Thought it was a a, a, a burglary and action you know taking place and ends up eating ice cream him. yeah right watching tv eating, yeah, eating yeah. Ice See, cream that's, and that's the thing and that's probably why they went with right. the murder as opposed to manslaughter right. yeah. it's like you know even even if this was your house right. even if this was then you know then it was right. drawing your like, what did you say but this yeah like, yeah and what what did they what did they say yeah. back you know it's yeah like, did, i think i think I, what do you think Jay? i think she got exactly what she should get she should she's a murderer yeah and she was convicted of murder yeah I mean, so I agree. so justice was served in this case. <laughs> now the, the sentence maybe was hold the protest. The sentence until, was probably a little light. I think that's what I, a lot I of agree people, with you. I think that's what a lot of people are are upset about. I right didn't. Now we didn't even get to that part yet. Ten years. Ten years doesn't hmm. seem. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of she on. could have been given anywhere between five and ninety nine. Right. Years, obviously, because it's, it's a murder conviction. And, so yeah, right. And she was convicted. And, and the sentencing was ten years. And I think she's only thirty one. Right. I'm 41, right? So, so she's she'll gonna... be out when she's my age, right? And and probably I mean, before that, you yeah. know, probably more like seven or eight yeah. years. I mean, it's still damaging to her life. Um, yeah. yeah, she she she's won't have, have a job over. anymore, and she's know. a convicted murderer. Yeah, she's not because she murdered somebody. She's, she's not going to be a cop anymore. Yeah, <laughs> right. I do. But, I I mean, I I don't know. I that think also I do. brings the question of okay, are these cops working too long? Right. Like oh, a fifteen-hour yeah. shift right. is not normal. And are they getting the right training? Exactly. Because she, there should be some kind of training that kicks in. Yes. Like you just mentioned, Chad. If a guy is on his couch, sitting on a couch, and his boxers eating ice cream, don't you analyze? Isn't there some kind of training that should kick in that should? Uh, force you sort of automatically yeah. to analyze what's going on right realize I mean, what are they teaching at the academy yeah realize <laughs> that you're in the wrong realize you know like this is not my apartment you know yeah. look around and realize i'm this is i'm not in the right place this doesn't look like a bird you know there's not the evidence of a burglary being committed right here because this right. is a man eating right. ice cream on on the couch so like training like like you just said overworked training yeah all those things and i i honestly believe mm -hmm. that she i i believe her story i right. think that she did go i think she did think she was going into her apartment and she was somewhat out of her mind because of yeah his and, and or whatever. well i don't you know. know or she just was or she just panicked which is bad news yeah and and just because i believe you doesn't mean you didn't Do kill a man she, yeah, yeah exactly so you still killed a man you still killed a man so 
you gotta you do crime. You gotta pay. You know, you gotta do the time. So yeah, definitely, don't um, do the crime if you can't do the time. <laughs> that's exactly right. All right, we gotta wrap it up. Thanks yeah. for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio. Thanks to Aaron Tarlow and Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors, and of course Gabe Pfeiffer, aka Saint John the Philosopher, from the Saint John the Philosopher YouTube channel. Go and check it out. Uh, we will be back with you. Check out the uh, podcast if you missed any of today's show. And we'll be back with you here next Saturday at uh, 3 o'clock on 97.1 FM Talk. Enjoy your weekend. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T Mobile.com. 